I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. We're friends who love good beer and tell them stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And we're a podcast that's back on the road today. We're out field trip in Escondido. In the construction zone. In the con- yes, exactly. I think every corner in Escondido had construction going on. Yes. It's going to be a whole new town in about a year. Yeah, or, or ten. <laughs> <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me a Coffee, and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. Now, as always, we appreciate our listeners taking a minute to visit our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. You'll find our gallery of photos from recent beer excursions, including this one. Link to our online store. You sign up for our quarterly newsletter. More importantly, you can click on Buy Me a Coffee and contribute $5 to I Like Beer so we can keep this podcast going. That's I Like Beer, the podcast.com. Okay, so yeah, we are on a field trip, Escondido, California, and it's not our first time here. Actually, we came here, I think, shortly after you guys had opened. Um, and uh, But this is our first time here for an interview. So uh, Jacked Up Brewery in uh, Escondido, California. So thank you for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah. We're with Michael and Carly Polson, owners, head brewer of Jacked Up Brewery. Uh, I got to run into you at the San Diego Brewers Chef Celebration, oh. which was really cool. Uh, you were pairing, doing a pairing with Chef Corey Rapp. Yes. Uh, it was your honey ale. Yes. But you had another beer there that you shared with me that we're going to get to uh, right. later in this podcast exactly. that I'm pretty excited to talk about. So uh, we already got a beer in front of us, so we probably should start talking about what are we drinking. So, Michael, tell us about the uh, Raz Sour we've got in front of us. Well, the Raz Sour started off as a, a cream ale base ale. And then we open-boated the fermenter to allow wild yeast to get into it to get it to go sour. And it did a great job. It's not too sour. Yeah. It's just perfect on the, uh, the tongue. It just mm-hmm. has that nice bite of a brett, but not too overpowering. And then we introduced raspberry into it to give it that nice sweet kick. Yeah. So it's a nice drinkable beer. It, it's light and jammy at the same time. Yeah, not a right, weird yeah, combination. Yeah. Yes. The jammy ones are more syrupy. Not this one. This yeah. is light and crisp. Yeah, and that's because we started with a, with a cream ale on, on the base. And the uh, hot profile is the sauce, which has a low alpha acid content in the beer. So it doesn't overbite because we wanted the bread yeast to kind of give it that bite on your tongue. That's, it's a... It's a Warm, not hot, but on the edge day, and that yeah. is a perfect That's, beer yeah. for today. I agree. Like I said, very jammy. That's really good. good. Yeah. Yep. It's sweet, but the sweetness doesn't stick with you. No, and, and it's really refreshing. Actually, yeah. it's kind of a nice, almost a spring summer type of a beer. But we brewed it early in the winter time. Uh, actually, we had a hard time getting it to go sour, <laughs> but it did. So it's not overpowering. So it's yeah. really great. No, it's just the amount of tartness that I like. That that's mm-hmm. that's right. On yeah. cue for it, I, I Yeah, exactly. Want. It's more tart than sour, yeah. I would say. Yeah. It, it is a true sour, though. Yeah. It's a true sour. 
and you talked a little bit about that being a true sour. What does that mean, a true sour? Well, no, it's, it's natural wild yeast, so mm-hmm. it's not introduced by uh, artificial means. We let it naturally sour from exposing it to just the air and letting uh, it do its thing. Let, it you know, let Mother Nature take its course, <laughs> you know, so to speak. Well, it's paid off. Yes. We we found that every brewer, every brewery's got a, a backstory. Uh, tell us about your story, your journey in beer. Uh, my journey in beer started in 1994 when I thought I could make beer uh, cheaper than buying it, which is every home brewer's you know thought. So I started home brewing, thinking, "Oh, yeah, I could do this myself." And it, and it was we, uh, Caroline and myself, went on a road trip and we ran into a little brewery out in the middle of nowhere in Washington, and they brewed primarily Heffenweises with fruit backs. Lots of fruit. So they had apricot, raspberry, blueberry Heffenweises, and we bought a few bottles and go, wow, this is great. So if they could do it, we could do it. (laughs) So we went online and got a book at the library. We figured out how to brew. We went to the Goodwill store, bought a bunch of uh, pots and stuff like that. Got stuff through the mail and started on our adventure of brewing. And of course, you know, we made a big mess. And, but but well, the beer yeah, tasted back great. Back in those days, you couldn't buy things off the internet. Yeah, it was in 94. Yeah, it was in 94. So Before the internet. So actually, we went down to Tacoma. There was a homebrew store in Tacoma. Oh, yeah. And we bought the book, uh, Charlie Papazian's yeah. Homebrew Guide. Yeah, yeah. the art of homebrew. Yeah, we read that, and then we bought the equipment, and we started making beer. And it was it was actually wonderful. You made uh, apricot. Apricot, yeah. <laughs> oh, you see, you kept right to what you enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and then I, I continued brewing through the years. And then, uh, of course, I didn't do that as my primary job. So when I retired from my construction company, I went to Carl and go, let's start a brewery. is something we could do. This is a hobby on the side, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so, so in 2012, we kind of geared it up and, and did our background work, wrote, wrote the business plan figured out what we were going to do, where we were going to be, and all the niche and, and everything about the brewing world. And we thought, hey, if we're going to do this in San if we're going to do this, we might as well do it in San Diego because San Diego has great beer. Right. We can make it here. And so, 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 we, so we entered into contests. Yeah. And when we started, honestly, when we started winning the contests, I knew we were not going to be looking back. Right? We won a lot of contests. Well, and, of cool. course, they were home brewing contests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, national homebrew contest. Yeah, and they were all over the West Coast and all over, you know, Colorado and, my, you know, everywhere. Because how do you know your, your beer is going to be good unless right. somebody else right. tells it, yeah. judge it? So. so was that part of the plan going into those contests? Let's find out where we're at is brewing? Well, yeah, kinda, I want to know if my beer was good enough. You know, basically, because everybody likes their own beer, and all your friends tell you that your beer is great. So True. Your friends, you're giving free beer, right? Right. I, I wanted an outside opinion. So then, once you start winning medals and stuff, you go, okay, there's something yeah. to this beer. So in 2015, we kicked the wheels in motion with the, all the licensing agencies. And in 2016, we're a fully licensed brewery. But we wanted, we were small, a little tiny brewery with a one-barrel brew house, you know. And um, we... Only had to brew once a week, you know. We didn't have a lot of beer, right? And our following just slow growth. And to me, uh, we were retired, so this is how I kind of want to keep it. But the demand for our beer got to be greater than what I could produce, right? So it forced us into going from a one and a half barrel to a three barrel, and then from a three barrel to a five barrel, 
now a five barrel to a ten barrel, and, and we've been growing since in se- the last seven years. We've almost doubled or tripled our brewing capacity every year or so. So right now we're at full capacity. We're doing fifteen hundred barrels a year. Based on our first year in business, we did one hundred twenty-one. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. So, but that's over a seven-year period. Right. And our beer styles have developed over time, you know, based on the community and how people come in. So we should address the elephant stomping through the back of the room. Well, I was going to say that not only have you grown, like you said, in your production, but the, the, the size of your brewery has grown, even from the last time we were here. Yeah, the, the brewery started out as 1,560 square feet or so, and currently it's about 7,000 square feet. Yeah. And what's going on outside? Jackhammers, trucks? <laughs> Yeah, well, they're improving the parking lot area, and we're doing a bunch of outside work to improve the parking because we get so crowded here. Parking is at a premium. People got to park and walk in because we draw large crowds every weekend, and so we're trying to uh, make the outside of the facility more conducive to people coming here. The other thing that we added to our brewery is we have a live music venue. Yeah, Michael plays the guitar, so. About the second year in, we decided that we wanted to have live music. So that's been a journey unto itself. <laughs> it's a whole separate business. Yeah. It's a whole separate business. That's a great stage setup. But I mean, that's actually... Yeah. We, we have a phenomenal stage. Yeah. We have lights. We have yeah. all of the monitors. We have yeah. all of the no, amps. We yeah, have we, we, have, we have everything at full stage. We're a cabaret licensed venue. We're uh, also we're a licensed music venue with all the agencies that really, license yeah. music. So... We have bands come in here and play cover songs. We have uh, tribute bands come in like Kiss and Queen bands. and all that. So we have a great time. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's yeah, wonderful. I was saying, you know, a lot of breweries are going in. They'll stick someone in a corner. I mean, you come in here and it's it's no, a legit, it's a it's stage, legit yeah, it's stage yeah. production. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. We have the light show. We have the whole nine yards. Yeah. When you come into this brewery, not only you get a great tasting experience with the beer, but you get a great experience in the entertainment. If you love what you do, you're not retired. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we're living, uh, what we, we like to do here is, uh, I, I love what I do. Yeah. You know, I, I don't look at it as work. Yeah. If, All right, right thank you. Yeah, if you um, go to work, yeah, I go to work because I got to get a paycheck. Right. I mean, we, we, so we, we own the brewery, working. but yeah. I, don't, I don't look at it as like, oh, I'm going to get paid or... Is that we love what we're doing here. We love the that's, process. That's we love fantastic. the beer. Yeah. We love the community. We love the people coming in here. We love to serve them. And we love the smiles on their faces after they drink a beer. And it's okay if you don't like any of our beer. And it's okay if you like all of our beer. We're here to find something you like. So when I brew, I brew a very diverse palette of beer. So I can find at least one thing you're going to like. That's all I care about. You can find one beer that you're like, you can like them all. I love that. Right. But you're going to at least find one thing that you're going to say, oh, I love this beer. It's the best beer. And we, yeah. we have Belgians. We have red ales. We yeah, have Every style, pretty much. Every Our, style. We, don't, we don't have, we have 20 IPAs yet. on tap. No. You know, and a few things here. We have a very diverse style of beer. Yeah. And we noticed that the very first time we were in, we were excited. <laughs> we're like, yeah, fun, brown ales, honey ales. Yeah. Scottish is awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, we awesome. only got to hear about the Scottish. Trying to get to it and see her. And well, we're getting it in today because I oh, saw it's it on sweet. tap. Yeah, the culture's so, really good, too. So I'm going to go back to my, my question there I, I paused on. So unlike Vista, where we're inundated with breweries, Escondido's a little slower growth. Right. I think you told me there are yeah. four breweries. You've been here since 2017, so I think you're 2016, top... 2016, actually. So you're top dog brewer in Escondido. Yep. Yeah. 
after Stone, Sapporo. Yeah. <laughs> Do they count anymore? Yeah. You so don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair well, question. There's always be Stone. Yeah. Sapporo, I don't know. Yeah. But tell, but, us, tell us about this community in Escondido. Yeah, the community, is, uh, we chose this community because it wasn't populated with a lot of breweries. We wanted to be a standout brewery here. There was Plan 9 L House, which is still here, and they're a restaurant, brew pub. Right. And there's Stone Sapporo Brewing Company. Right, and then when we started, there was Offbeat. Offbeat Brewing Company, company which oh, right. left. left. Uh, they yeah. went out of business. And then there was Escondido Brewing Company. Escondido Brewing Company, and they're no longer in business. And then there's a new brewery called Backyard Brewery Company, which just started about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, but we came here because it, we felt that the area needed more because of the population. Escondido has about 174,000 in their population in the city. And with a lack of breweries, I thought, well, there's a niche that needs to be filled there. So not knowing all the complications of being in Escondido, <laughs> we, we put our seeds down here and grew our roots and we're fully embedded into the city here and we're here to stay. Right, and now there is Little Miss. Yep. There is Black Plague. Black Plague, and there is Virgin. Virgin, yeah. but they're all satellite tastes. So a lot of satellite, satellite tastes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and they see the, the need to fill the area, but they don't brew here right. at all. Yeah, so. there's something, is something, and we've always felt that way when you walk in and the, the <laughs> brewer's there working and stops to chat with you and right. you see where it's being made. And right. That, that's all. Yeah, it's a big, di- it's a difference having an actual brewery or producing beer outside other than a tasting room where. The beer is produced somewhere else. It's just brought to the tasting room. We, we've done that on our trips a few times where we get to a place where we've been waiting to get to, and it's just a satellite mm-hmm. tasting room, and it's it's okay. It's all right. Still good beer, but it's, the beer's there. What, what we, wasn't exactly what we were looking yeah. right. for. So you've embedded in this community, and that, that includes some, a homebrewing competition. Right. We're uh, This is our sixth annual homebrew competition. Uh, this year we're sponsored by Brewer Supply Group, BSG, and White Labs. Uh, uh, yeast. pure yeast fermentation and we're really happy to have them on board as corporate sponsors and uh, uh, we always have a fun time home brewing it brings the community together and we're also going to be selling our home brew supplies here at the brewery but only malt yeast and hops so home brewers can come by the brewery and we'll sell them any type of uh, malt pretty much that they uh, standard malts they can get and a variety of hops and a variety of yeast. And what? then because we have the big brew house with the grist mill, they can we, we can mill the When do you when do you plan to start that, you think? Uh it'll be up and running on the fifteenth of this month. Oh so soon. Very soon, probably. Right about the time this comes out, almost. Right. Well, we're going to tell everybody on our homebrew competition award oh, ceremony is on the 15th. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, we hope everybody from the community comes here and celebrates all the homebrewers, get awards, and uh, we'll let everybody know they can buy their uh, ingredients here. Well. <laughs> Fresh. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, it is. That's, that's good. It's, you got a natural audience right yeah. there. <laughs> it's kind of fishing out of a barrel. Yeah. I like yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of brewing, do you have a, a, like a go-to style that you love to brew, like favorite style favors to drink I know mean, we came in here you're drinking your hazy right the hazy I, well, I was drinking that because we just kegged it today it's a very popular style it kind of goes in and out of style actually you know hazy's kind of become a crazy yeah. hazy thing yeah. and then it kind of goes away and everybody starts wanting the hazy again and so we quit brewing it for a while. Now people are asking us to brew it. So now we're, it's back on tap, and uh, it's very popular here. 
But our dragon fruit um, is the most popular IPA that we brew here. Right, and that is seasonal. That is very okay. seasonal. Yeah, when we have the fresh dragon fruits, we brew it. Brew it. We okay. Don't, we don't, and we don't use any kind of powder at all. Perfect. Well, we have one of those right here, so yeah, we probably should talk about it. And it's actually it's an award-winning yes. dragon fruit. Yes. Right now, yeah. Yeah. We just won a gold uh, medal at the SD Beer uh, News Awards mm -hmm. uh, for this year. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, it's fantastic for our niche IPA, dragon fruit IPA, uh, Jackson Brewery. So walk us through this beer. Uh, the beer uh, has a base of uh, IPA, and we use about 30 pounds of fresh fruit per barrel. We get our fruit locally sourced from a few farmers in the area, one a private farmer and two um, uh, commercial farms, Heritage Ranch and Serrano Valley Exotic Fruit Farm. And, and our private is from Tom Brand, Tom Brand who started us out. Selling us the fruit. Right. The whole idea for this beer came in 2017 when somebody came to me and says, hey, have you ever brewed an IPA with dragon fruit? I said, no. He goes, well, I got a bunch of it. So no, here you that's go. funny. So we took the fruit and we made the beer and it became really popular right off the get-go. But the fruit that we used was white. So it didn't give any color to the beer. So the SRM, you know, to the beer color was really negligible. Right. To, so it looked like an IPA. Mm -hmm. uh, but you did taste the fruit in it. So I wanted to get away from the white fruit, and we went to the pink and the reds and the dark fruit to give it that nice, deep yeah, SRM color. color. Yeah. It's more, uh, it's kind of a beyond a red, but before a porter. It's yeah. dark. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and the sweetness of the dark red fruit, it comes through a little bit more. Yeah. So it kills the, um, the bittering hops that we use in the, in the uh, beer, which is Warrior. We use a lot of Warrior hops with a high alpha acid content in it. And then we also use um, other uh, high bittering hops like Simcoe and Citra. Yeah, so it's a typical IPA. Yeah, and you still get that. You get the the, 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 bitterness. the bitterness on the on the back end, but it's yep. not over. Like you said, it's it's kind of offset by yeah, that. the fruit. Yeah, the fruit kind of kills that yeah. back. Yeah. My bit. brain has no idea what to yeah, do. Yeah, no, it's with it's, a dragon fruit itself. Yeah. It doesn't taste like the way it looks on the outside. No. And my brain doesn't know what to do with this beer. Although I had it at the thing and I loved it, and I love it now. But my brain really cannot register the I mean, color to the bitterness. Just a lot of sweetness. Like yeah, there's just a lot going on with it, which right. is and, and probably this, why people like it. Yeah, but this beer is very dangerous because this is a triple IPA. Oh, okay. You do not. Oh, taste and I would the never have guessed yeah, no, that. Yeah, no, not at all. No, it's taste the alcohol. It's the smoothest triple IPA I think I've ever had. It's yeah, because the esters in it are very on yeah, the backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of hide those well, and the and the dragon fruit actually does that. We use uh, real fruit. We don't use extract, so we take the fruit. Yeah. Uh, when we buy it, we um, flesh it out of the skin, okay. and we and we freeze it. And by mm -hmm. freezing it, and when you thought it's self purees, then we take the pulp and the juice and introduce it into the beer at secondary fermentation. Okay. What's so what's the ABV of this? That's eleven percent. Wow, no you would not. I mean, it's no, that's that is dangerous. Uh, but yeah. we have had it up as high as no eleven percent is about as high as we've ever had it. It is about as low as 8%. Oh, you between. could suck these down all day. Oh, yeah, no, it, well, no, no, you yeah, couldn't, yeah. but yeah. you could think you could. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, no, it's it really, is. It's really good. Okay, I can see why this won an award. That's delicious. Yeah. But it really is a, a, I almost said a word I shouldn't say, a, a mind screw. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> from the, the everything about it. Yeah. Eleven uh, percent. There's people that want those big beers, and, and, the, and the color, oh. the color is different. Yeah. Oh, totally yeah. Totally. It, the color yeah. is different. Even for oh, I see what you're saying. Each yeah, because uh, the color comes from the fruit, right. and 
uh, God makes the fruit we know. So sometimes <laughs> the, the color is different from batch to batch. Right. But the consistency of the ABV and the style and the tongue fill, mouth fill, everything is consistent throughout every batch. But the color will vary because of the fruit. We can't control that. Because we use real fruit. That kind of makes it fun, though. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah gonna get, how will it, yeah. What are the nuances and differences? Yep. So let's get back to community. Society of jacked up individuals, which sounds like a group we could belong to. Uh, pro- totally, yes. Well, Tell us about this. Well, the Society of Jacked Up Individuals <laughs> about, we want to start a beer club. And so what do we name it? <laughs> you know, and, so we're all jacked up individuals, so and, and, we're and, a society. Yeah, and if you like to come to Jacked Up Brewery, then you're probably a jacked up individual. Uh, probably, yeah. So we have a different logo. He's yeah. actually a boxer yeah. from the 40s. Go to a black eye. But we gave him a black eye, we gave him a mustache, and we put a mug of beer in his hand. <laughs> nice. And then the other hand was the bare fist. Okay. Yeah, so... And we love it. We have yeah, it's up. like we want to... Not just have a beer club. We're a society of people. <laughs> and, and the beer society, if you're part of our society, then you're in the society of jacked up individual. Right. You know, that's so, basically it. So, so what you do is you pay for a membership every year. Yep. You get to drink out of a bigger glass of beer. So you pay for the 16-ounce glass, but you're actually drinking out of a... 20. 20. You have a special, we have a special logo. That glass stays here in the brewery. So everybody around the, the brewery can look out and see who's in the Who's society. jacked up. Who's in the society? Don't mess with that guy. He's jacked up. Right. You get a T-shirt. You yeah. get a hat. Uh, we're starting to do some extra special yeah, things right. for our members, uh, like buying beer at a different price than the, than the general public. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I want. I just yeah. want to feel special. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's cool. I think that's. I want to feel special. Yeah, and that's what we do for you. Yeah, and that's what we do. <laughs> and, uh, and we always have on the board a special beer for the members. Up members. Oh, that's cool. That's that doesn't. Everybody else does not get. Well, sometimes, yeah, <laughs> not all the time. But that's that's. So that's, what, what are you teasing about? Now, yeah. What's on the board right now for? Well, right now we do a barrel aged stout for members. Only pay six dollars for a pint okay. or a ten ounce pour, and everybody else pays ten dollars. Nice. So because speaking, of, oh, go ahead. pay for the membership. Yeah, no, that's yeah. perfect. I, I think that's actually kind of a cool idea. I haven't seen that at. I, I mean, I've seen the I memberships want, at all these. Different I want ones. exclusive. Yeah, but no one else yeah. gets this one. That's right. Yeah. And that's my special that. glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I, I like it. Yeah. So talking about your lineup, okay, we've had two of the beers. We're going to have the Scottish Ale here, but anything else you'd like to highlight in terms of stuff you guys, you know, that you that people can come in here and get, just to give people an idea that they can come in here and get. Everything we do. Yeah. But we also brew seltzers here, too. Okay. We do two types of seltzers. We do one at 14% and one at 5%. So one to 14% 14 seltzer. uh, We have a 14% seltzer. It's called a cocktail seltzer. Yeah. Um, It's my beautiful life's idea. Yeah. And then we have the cocktail seltzer that she can add certain things to it, like mint leaves and all this kind of stuff. uh, Both of our seltzers that we do, we use fresh juice. Uh, We we also have syrups if you want something like that, like pina colada or mango or something. But I do juice fresh blood oranges and fresh uh, grapefruits. And then we add that to the seltzer. So it's very low in calories. tastes amazing. Yeah, 14%. You have a little cocktail. Yeah, it's like, you're good. It slips right down. We also have the 5% seltzer for the the people that that aren't jacked up. Yeah. (laughs) Unjacked up. The unjacked up. Or or just take their time to get that. That's true. But I mean, as far as our variety goes, we have everything from uh, Brutes, which is uh, like a, a champagne, champagne pale ale, to really heavy pale ales like our Poway Days, 
Uh, we also have our Reaper Pale Ale, which has Carolina Reaper peppers in it. And Ooh, so just a wide variety. Yeah, and then we have stouts from Barley Stout. We have a Barley. We have a Vanilla Stout. We have a Peanut Butter Stout. We have a Milk Stout. We do a Black Forest Cake Pastry Stout. We do a Smoke Porter, a Bacon Flavor Smoke Porter. Pale we have for breakfast. Pale for breakfast, which tastes like uh, pancakes <laughs> and waffles. And maple syrup. And maple syrup. Um, uh, we, we, we have a Kolsch. A Honey Ale, a Kolsch, a Lager. You said you just we have a Scottish shell. We have a Red Rye. We so, have all rye malt. So how many do you have on tap at one time? Uh, usually we keep about 21 on 21. Tap. So there's a lot of variety here. And, and yeah. then they yeah. rotate. Like yeah. I said yeah. before, when we first started talking, I want you to find something you can like. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of options. Yes. And, and again, it's not, you know, a ton of them. Let's talk real quick, too. You also have food. I noticed that. So, you better have something to eat. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. i got to well, taste every I mean, beer when I'm here. Yeah. We're, we're in the process right now re-permitting our kitchen, so we're going to have a full-service menu, and hopefully that will help with our hours of operation as well with the ABC. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have, uh, well, the menu is going to come out, but it's going to be a full-service menu. With multiple items, so uh, you come in here, sit down, and have a full meal. Can can have have a what's the what's the timeline on that? You think uh, we're trying to get that done in the next week or so? Oh wow! So that, oh, everything, everything in the next week. Everything. <laughs> I come back too. after tax day here. It seems yeah, like it's going to be the place to hang out. Yeah. Get jacked up. Like, hey. Yeah. Bear in mind, we're just, in a construction zone. And what true. I know about construction is everything's two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> everything's two weeks. <laughs> That's right. I have a I have a specific memory of having a delicious pretzel when we were here. That's that is true. I do remember. Yeah, we will have. As well. We'll still have that. We're going to look at, you know, having loaded tots and uh, mm-hmm. chicken wings and brisket and pulled pork and our pizzas Perfect. and things like hey, that. We have really good pizza. We're going to expand our menu, have a bunch of sides and stuff, macro. That's great. Stuff, no, we need that because that's my thing. We have, there's, I mean, obviously, tons of really good breweries here. But there's only a select few that have good menus to go with the brewery, right? right. Most of it is a, a pretzel or this or that. No, but we're going to have it. To make it a destination, meal. right? Yeah. Right. right. Where you can come on a right. date night, almost right. type of thing. Because yeah. of the music, we want you to stay. Yeah. We want you to have eat. dinner, enjoy. Yeah. drinks, yeah. music. Oh, so it's let, a destination. let me ask you another question on that, on the music part of it, too, is how do people find out what's going on? Oh, you go on our website, and our event calendar posts all of our bands and when they're playing. We also have every Wednesday night is open mic blues here at the brewery, so blues musicians from all over San Diego County come here and play. Every Sunday we do line dancing, country line oh, dancing. Cool. And it comes with instructions. So if you're a novice to line dancing, you don't have to feel jump left out. In, you're going right. to jump out there and you'll learn how to do it. And in no time at all, you'll be a pro. And then every Friday and Saturday we book bands. That's and cool. And occasionally on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays we'll have other entertainment as well. So, but the website's the best spot to check yes. to find out what's going on. Tuesday night is members' night, which oh, yeah. means you get to drink out of the big glass and you pay a less amount $4. of money. Four dollars. Four dollars. So we oh, are for twenty ounces. Yeah, I would bet. Yeah, Tuesday nights are, are a busy night <laughs> for our members. Yes. Our yeah, that's great. You can also come in if you're yeah. not a member, and then you can learn about the memberships. So yep. that's great. Oh, you come in as not a member, and you're going to be a little. You're going to have. You're going to be a member. Yeah. You're going to be looking at everybody's overpaying beers, and you're going to be a member within an hour. Yeah. Like I want to be Yeah. That happened. Yeah, you have two or three dragon fruit IPAs or a 14, 14% seltzer, and you're going to be pretty jacked up, and you're, you're joining. I remember. Yeah, I remember now. I got. I can't wait any longer. Yeah, we were here Scottish that first show. time. You told Michael you you shared with us the water system, yes. which which I would like to talk about. But after, because as you were talking about the water system, you kept talking about the Scottish ale, the Scottish ale, and then we got back out to the bar and we said, "Let's try that Scottish ale." And he said, "Oh, that's not available right now. <laughs> That'll be two weeks. Always two weeks." So. But today, it's, it's, it's right here. It's so tell me about your Scottish Tell me what you think. Oh, tell us what you think. So 
a true Scottish ale. That is delicious. It's so smooth. It's a true Scottish ale. Oh, that's, that, is, that is delicious. That is terrific. You weren't exaggerating. No, it's really good. So, now... Well, well we brew in the traditional Scottish style of ales, and uh, we try to stay true to the form of the malt profile, the yeast profile, and the hop profile. So, basically, it's a, everything from Scotland. I had a guy here that is kind of funny. He's from Scotland. And he had a pint of the scotch. He goes, this is better than I get back. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> he said, oh, my gosh. That, that's, and that is so rewarding. It's, it's, yeah, it's no. a really malty beer, you know, yeah, which I love. Which goes to the style. And uh, I use uh, White Labs yeast. We use the Edinburgh ale yeast. So it goes to the fact of the Scottish ale. And the hop profile is uh, basically on the song along the lines of the uh, Scottish ales. We, you, we so kind of crisp and clean. Yeah, it's super clean. I would say it's actually one of the cleanest Scottish ales I've had. As far as a lot of them have, um, you'll have them and they'll have a little more of a, um, a roasted to it, you know, like a roasted flavor to it or taste to it, like that. So they have a little bit of that. Um, but this is just, 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 just clean. Yeah, clean I use finishing some special so, malts yeah. in that. I don't want to. It's delicious. That yeah, no, no. Thing, but I, I have a special malt blend for that that only we have. Yeah. Okay, uh, we kind of. From way back from our brewery travels, our, our sort of holy grail of Scottish, uh, of the Scottish Yales has always been the, the full bore. At Devil's Canyon, yeah. At Devil's Canyon. Uh, and, this is and, right here with it. Yeah, yeah. this is this is right there. I actually, the in some ways, I mean, just because it's so much, I think it's I think I can drink finish much it. more I, of this, I, I agree, which is a, both a delight and a problem with your beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are very drinkable. Yeah, they, I appreciate that. That's why we're real. <laughs> I want to drink them. Mm. So anything else uh, coming up besides uh, we're going to have food, we're going to have more parking, um, homebrew, homebrew uh, you can get your grains Spice. and your malts yep. and your uh, yeast, homebrew, anything uh, else you guys want to highlight coming um, up? Well, we, we, we are actually starting to can our beers, okay. so we have about six in cans with labels that yeah. have the UBC codes, yeah. so we're, 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 we're starting to get out there in the major markets, the right, major, you know, yeah, so the big big you'll be able to find a jacked up beer near you. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Look for that. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'll, and it, and I always tell everybody in four if you can't seven. find it at your store, ask for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're right. So that's so yeah. you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, that dragon fruit IP is going to fly off shelves when, uh, when wow. in season. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh. that's going to be in a 12 ounce can. Yeah. We sell that 12 ounce can. That's why the six pack. Yeah. Only. So we're really excited about that. Well, Michael, sure. Carolyn Polson, owners of Jacked Up Brewery, thank you for sharing your beers with us. Thank you. But more importantly, your story with us. Yeah. Uh, listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. We look forward to seeing you out here at Jacked Up Brewery in Escondido. Remember, just a moment, rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five, or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N, beer run.